The Shepherd's Island Police Station was housed in a converted general store that had, over the years, been chopped up into a series of hobbit-sized rooms and offices. In Chase's memory, it had been a much more imposing structure, but it had been years since he'd been inside. He'd been only a boy then, and a rambunctious one at that, the sort of rascal to whom a police station represented a distinct threat. The day he'd been dragged in here for trampling Mrs. Gordimer's rosebed, entirely unintentional on his part. These ceilings had seemed taller, the rooms vaster, every door a gateway to some unknown terror. Now he saw it for what it was, a tired old building in need of paint. Lorne Tibbetts, the new chief of police, was built just right to inhabit this claustrophobic warren. If there was a height minimum for police work, Tibbetts had somehow slipped right under the requirement. He was just a chunk of a man, neatly decked out in official summer khaki, complete with height-enhancing cap to hide what Chase suspected was a bald spot. He reminded Chase of a little Napoleon in full-dress uniform. Though short on height, Chief Tibbetts was long on the social graces. He maneuvered through the clutter of desks and filing cabinets and greeted Evelyn with the overweening solicitousness due a woman of her local status. Evelyn, I'm so sorry to have to ask you down here like this. He reached for her arm and gave it a squeeze, an intended gesture of comfort that made Evelyn shrink away. And it's been a terrible night for you, hasn't it? Just a terrible night. Evelyn shrugged partly in answer to his question, partly to free herself from his grasp. I know it's hard dealing with this, and I didn't want to bother you, not today, but you know how it is, all those reports to be filed. He looked at Chase, a deceptively casual glance. The little Napoleon, Chase noted, had sharp eyes that saw everything. This is Chase said Evelyn, brushing the sleeve of her blouse, as though to wipe away Chief Tibbet's paw print. Richard's brother. He drove in this morning from Connecticut. Oh, yeah, said Tibbets, his eyes registering instant recognition of the name. I've seen a picture of you hanging in the high school gym. He offered his hand. His grasp was crushing, the handshake of a man trying to compensate for his size. You know, the one of you in the basketball uniform... Chase blinked in surprise. They still have that thing hanging up? It's the local Hall of Fame. Let's see, you were class of 71, Star Center Varsity Basketball, right? I'm surprised you know all that. I was a basketball player myself. Madison High School, Wisconsin. Record holder in free throws and points scored. Yes, Chase saw it clearly. Lorne Tibbetts, rampaging midget of the basketball court. It would fit right in with that bone-crushing handshake. The station door suddenly swung open. A woman called out, Hey, Lorne! Tibbetts turned and wearily confronted the visitor, who looked as if she'd just blown in from the street. You back again, Annie? Like the proverbial bad penny... The woman shifted her battered shoulder bag to her other side. So, when am I going to get a statement, huh? When I have one to make. Now scram. The woman, undaunted, turned to Evelyn. The pair of them could have posed for a magazine feature on fashion makeovers. Annie, blousy-haired and dressed in a lumpy sweatshirt and jeans, would have earned the label before. Mrs. Tremaine, 
she said politely. I know this is a bad time, but I'm under a deadline and I just need a short quote. Oh, for Christ's sakes, Annie, snapped Tibbets. He turned to the cop manning the front desk. Ellis, get her out of here. Ellis popped up from his chair like a spindly jack-in-the-box. Come on, Annie, get a move on, lest you want to write your story from the inside looking out. I'm going, I'm going. Annie yanked open the door. As she walked out, they heard her mutter, Jeez, they won't let a gal do her job around here. Evelyn looked at Chase. That's Annie Berenger, one of Richard's star reporters, now a star pest. Can't exactly blame her, said Tibbets. That's what you pay her for, isn't it?